2: Welcome to Get the Table, another wrestling roundtable discussion podcast with myself, Adam Wilborn, one of the Dadley boys, Michael Sidgwick from What Culture, and Adam Cleary from What Culture, to discuss another burning wrestling book. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts where we review Raw, SmackDown, NXT 2.0. AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay-per-views. We have interviews, more roundtable discussions like this one, and a round-up of the week complete with a good quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, joined by Cedric and Cleary. And also, very pleased to say we are joined by one half of The Young Books, because it's a new book, all about AW. <laughs> it's called Becoming. On, do the, thing in the middle. Early, Now we've got both of it. Do the young thing brothers, in the middle. Do the thing in the middle. new New books. They're two new books. Yeah. They're available at whatculture.bigcartel.com. What we're here today to talk about Becoming All Elite, The Rise of AEW, Michael Sidgwick's brilliant new book. Um, Sidge, tell me more about this, where the idea came from, and, and, and how the process got started.
1: It was given to me by the bosses, so thank you very much for them. <laughs> It's something that I've always wanted to write since the inception of the promotion. It's such a fascinating story, which I've hopefully covered adequately throughout. But the idea was presented to me by the bosses. I gave them a pitch of how it should go, Mm -hmm. and it was greenlit. And I spent virtually all of 2021, when I wasn't recording, great podcasts, which you can obviously (laughs) listen to wherever you get your podcasts from, um, writing it, honing it with the, the beautiful and wonderful help of Adam Cleary, who I will put over in more detail imminently. But yeah, that's pretty much how the process started. And it was great to write. I really enjoyed it. It's something I'm obviously very passionate about. Dare I say, I'm really quite good at analysing the product Mm -hmm. and it's possibly my best written work.
3: Tell us about the process from your side of things then, Cleary. It's exactly the same. I was just minding my own business one day. (laughs) The the bosses went, Sidric's doing a book. Can you can you edit that? And I was like, Come on. <laughs> and they were like, we'll do it anyway. So it fine. Honestly, like we did, um, I read through it when you, I think you were about three or four chapters in and, uh, straight away I was just like, well, this is going to be, it's going to be something this like, um, we did the, we did developmental hell, which was the end you to the NXT book, which went down really well. Um, I wasn't in the process for that one. Uh, but by and large, like it sold really well, the feedback was excellent on it. So it was obviously a no brainer once AEW got maybe two or three years down the line to do something similar. And, um, yeah, not to suck you off or anything, but like I've again, I've I've read this, I've read it cover to cover, I've read every single word of it, and it's it's really good. I I, I said this, I actually think I'm probably the perfect target audience for this because I am someone who is very familiar with AEW. I know everything that's gone on there, i followed all the shows, but I don't I don't watch dynamite every single week. Mm-hmm. I'm not I don't know every single minute that happens. I'm not really in on sort of like the, the minutiae of all this, that and the other. So In theory, I should be picking this up and not really reading a lot. I don't already know, but every chapter, there was stuff in it which not only, like, added insight, but added context, stuff I was familiar with, which which really helped flesh out, like, a lot of the reason why things have happened in Mm. AEW, a lot of, like, how it's gone down, its impact on the wider wrestling world. Like, I thought I would just be reading this purely to make sure it didn't go out with any glaring problems with Mm. it, but I actually really enjoyed it. It taught me a lot about a company I already thought I was... Quite well familiar mm. with, not like, not anywhere near as like you know on your level, but I didn't think there'd be much I could learn about it. And yet, even though it's only been going two and a half years, so much I didn't know.
2: It's it's something that you know it's, it's, it's very stressful. The, the the final stage of all this is, is no doubt yeah, for the US.
0: worst.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's incredibly tense. But as much as this has come as an idea from the bosses, this is a real I can I know having read bits of it and and spoken to you about it as the process has been going along. How much of a passion project this
1: is for you? Absolutely. Before I delve into that, I just want to put Cleary over in kind. I tasked my editor with a certain objective. I've got a tendency to Sidgwick things when I write. (laughs) I will add in a sentence too many. I will add in an adjective too far. I will basically try and overcomplicate things. I'm not the cleanest of writers. I told Cleary, look, you need to de-sidgwick about a good 20,000 words of this, and he did. He pinpointed exactly, this is unnecessary, you don't need to add that in, and he took a 8 out of 10 book, into a 10, which you should buy
3: right now. But now his guidance
1: was crucial. Um, A lot of work has been put into this from both sides, so I'm really appreciative of my editor. But yeah, a passion project is right. Um, AEW, across its range how meaningful it is, how exciting it is. It's probably my favorite wrestling promotion ever. And if that's recency bias, recency bias is a good thing. It means mm. you're feeling things. It means you're into it. It means you're not totally dead inside. Like I love <laughs> peak <laughs> New Japan resurgence. Mm-hmm. That's phenomenal. I loved uh, the 90s All Japan Pro Wrestling scene um, as well. But in terms of a weekly episodic product with range, with passion, with creativity, with really thoughtful purposeful booking, some of it's really brave and ambitious in terms of the Hangman Page mental health arc. I genuinely think it's the most fun I've had um, watching a pro wrestling product Mm. over its, what, two and a half year lifespan, and hopefully I've um, covered that and contextualised it adequately.
2: Well, speaking of covers... Adam Cleary, hey, hey, there we go. tell me about this, and also I mentioned a little bit about this in a, another podcast that we're doing, talking about the 606 wrestling matches before you die. It's
3: available from whatculture.
2: Indeed, well, what, is that difficult? Like in terms of, I know you, you're trying to help him, but he's it's a friend and a colleague, and balancing that and and saying, you know, you're kind of waffling on about
3: something that you're cl- he clearly all oh,
2: the waffles gone all <laughs> oh, <laughs> like waffle and then, is gone and tell us about this excellent cover that we've got I as well I think we just
3: had a chat at the start and I was like look they've asked me to look this over um, I kind of I think I get what you're trying to do with it and we sort of like discussed what he wanted it to come out like what is sort of the goals were the story he was trying to tell and I just sort of like went off that brief like I, I knew what he was trying to do with the book so when I was reading it through if there was stuff that I thought was maybe extraneous to that goal I was like look I don't think if, you, if this is where you're trying to get to I don't think maybe you need to go this way or this doesn't need this much detail or maybe flesh this out instead um so I guess yeah like obviously when it's you may and your colleague it's obviously a bit difficult because I don't want to be like hey this sucks but like mercifully mm. I'm quite blessed in this job to not work with people who <laughs> suck so it was a, pl- it was a pleasure to, to edit it and to work with them on it and like you know, he wants it to be good and he has this, he had this really clear idea in his head of how he wanted that book to come out. So I don't think at any point there was any ever any problem with going, look, I'm trying to help you get to that. This is not what I think the book should be because I'm not the one right. I'm not qualified to write this book. I'm just going off what you want the book to be. So if we're working towards that same goal, like it's fine. As for the cover if you can't turn the camera around, but Phil's at the back, pressing all the buttons. Um, uh, I, I, it's my concept for a cover, but this beautiful explosion, this beautiful color effect. I had uh, one go at that on Photoshop, and just noped out of it. I was like, "There's no way in hell I could do that." So I went, "Phil, can I give you just a tiny little job, please? A little Easter egg into
1: the M um, cover process." Okay. Okay. Which gave me an absolutely gigantic panic attack. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's all yeah, it's all in good right one hundred and twenty thousand words, but it's like, what do you stick? What's represented visually of all that?
1: Well, we've taken the um the color splash from the original dynamite marketing um on the limited, I think, Photoshop esque document that Cleary used, mm. the nearest thing to it, looked remarkably similar to the NXT 2.0. I you were like going that. This was, this was quite <laughs> funny, I, this,
3: because I did a mock-up I of it. I shat it. I did a mock-up of it. Uh, I was like, look, I'm just going to give you a rough idea of what I want the cover to look like. And I, st- I did try to stress, this is not the finished version, and it, was, it wasn't it was a powder explosion I used for the mock-up. It was more like that NXT color paint like splash effect. Right, yeah. And I, I stressed, this is, look, it'll, look, look, as it'll well. look it'll look more like AW. don't worry. And I think both you and the bosses looked at it and went, you know that noise a, a mechanic makes when they're desperately trying to try and get money out of you. Like, I was like, no, no, like, like, it'll, the colours will be different. Thought, it's just genuinely thought it's it just All I wanted, <laughs> All I wanted to get across was this is where the title will be and this is the picture we're going to use and mm. this is the overall look. And everyone's just like, it's a bit NXT that, mate. I was like, yes, they were aware of that. I'm aware of that. But uh, we might, which, yeah, I've still got that on my computer, so we might put, put that. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah.
2: A try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. It's a fascinating topic, though, to cover, Sige. I mean, literally, it says here on the back, not to give too much away, all Elite Wrestling should not have existed. You write it on this blurb on the back about the fact that, you know, WWE, by the time that AEW was getting started, had created a monopoly and had potentially enough money to buy out anyone who wanted to create competition, and yet Cody, mm. Omega, the Bucks, they had a different perspective, and, and you know, it's all well and good to sit there and look, say, look at them now, and they've got the backing of a billionaire, etc, cetera, etc, cetera. but that I mean, the rise of not just AEW, but the rise of the elite is what forms a, a large part of this as well, because it's it's all well and good writing about it now and saying, look how great they are, look how good All Out was, or, you know, Hangman Page, or whatever you
1: want to talk about. You have to start somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. This is possibly the corniest thing I've ever said. One of the reasons why I love, and I think a lot of people have really gravitated towards AEW, and it's got an incredibly passionate fan base, and um, not all of whom are going to be happy with some of the words I've written because it is critical when it really needs yeah, to be. Yeah, that's
3: actually worth stressing, by the way. This isn't just like patting them on the back for 120,000 words saying what a good job they've done. Like It goes right back to like how the groundwork was laid, how a lot of the territory system led into this, how then WWE wanted to manipulate that by using their own developmental system, how they killed a lot of the territories. Like There is a good bit of grounding in this that helps you understand why AEW was able to exist in the first place, rather than just, hey, one day these guys met and decided to start a promotion. Like, it's not just the history of AEW, it's the history of everything that led up to that as which, well. Which yeah.
2: is the good thing about this, and, and, and clearly sort of alluded to it earlier, about you don't have to be someone who's been a day one AEW fan to appreciate and enjoy this book. And you would still don't have to be someone who watches AEW necessarily on a, on a weekly basis. This is almost encapsulating everything that's happened to bring us to this point.
1: Yeah, to an extent it does double as a history of modern American professional wrestling because the context of AEW's formation is not only fascinating, but it's just so difficult for a company like that to perform. The television industry Mm -hmm. hated professional wrestling, despite it traditionally bringing in really historical numbers since the advent of cable. Um, So it was really difficult for the promotion to launch on that basis alone. But WWE monopolized that industry, They realized that there some of the changes that are covered in the book were starting to um, transform the wrestling scene underfoot in WWE. They reacted to that by honing in on the the hardcore fan with the launch of NXT. But as great as it was in its heyday, it was still ultimately a sports entertainment um, product and it had the attendant polish and the lack of artistic true expression. And this is, again, just to circle back to my original point, This is possibly the corniest thing that I've ever said, but ultimately the story of AEW is a uh, a victory for art over content. WWE might have recruited the personnel from the independent circuit that um, informed All Elite Wrestling and gladly continues to do so, but they just never acknowledged the spirit and the expression and the creativity. That ultimately makes a pro wrestling performer. These people are artists, and I hope I've done their art justice. But that is a big key part of the book.
2: I've been lucky enough to have this around the office, obviously, and glance at, at, at elements of it. I'm so excited to really getting into it. And you just look at these chapters, and you know, it starts off with the origins of, of Bullet Club and, and Omega and, and books and Cody and what have you. But it's it's the, when it really gets into like, I mean, the fact there's
3: a chapter just called paradigm shift fascinating it i mean i'm I really really enjoy i was so tempted to be like you oh, need to simplify these chapter headings because they don't like really t- but uh, they're good <laughs> they're really good. looking back at it now i'm glad we didn't change them like i know i know what to expect
2: from that but like you say it's just almost condensed what was like some of the challenges with with fitting everything that's happened into <sighs> into only 120,000 words
3: yeah like i was that, was that the final? Was that the final count in the end? One hundred and twenty
1: thousand. Just we over. stripped it down from one hundred and thirty-five thousand words because among those um, shedded, stripped out fifteen thousand words. I think I went too far on certain match reviews, and I needed to get the context across but more succinctly. Um, so that was a bit of a challenge. I tell you about the biggest challenge um, in terms of writing the book. And thank you for asking and, in fact, pre-approving that question <laughs> because. <laughs> The thing about AEW is that it shouldn't exist for reasons I've just covered very briefly. Um, But you have to acknowledge that it exists as a reaction, frankly, to how subjectively bad uh, WWE was in its modern history and, you know, objectively, like, in decline. Mm -hmm. So I kind of had to... I wrote it from the perspective of someone who can actually watch this product and really enjoy it, but with a critical and analytical bent, okay? Mm. But the big challenge was this company is formed because a lot of people got fed up with how rubbish WWE was. Mm. And that's a plain and simple fact. But putting what's essentially a fact but also a subjective opinion across Mm. was really quite difficult. So I had to say, look, WWE was bad. A lot of factors um, went into forming AEW. How do I say? our WWE was a bit rubbish for years and they overpushed Roman Reigns and the promos were scripted and everything. Without giving anything away... Right, you know, there's this episode of The Simpsons where um, Homer gets really clever because they realize that he had a crayon stuck up his nose, yes. and then the crayon <laughs> comes out, and then he goes around to <laughs> Flanders' house and he puts like um, a piece of paper <laughs> under his windscreen wiper and said, Sorry, Flanders, if, um, I've accidentally stumbled upon a formula that just nullifies the existence <laughs> of God, so your whole life <laughs> is completely wasted. I've stumbled across objective proof that WWE is bad, and that was my wow. lead in. So look forward to that uh, excerpt. One other thing I wanted you were to ask, ask me what the hardest part well, of Well, yeah, you what was, was the
2: hardest part for you? That. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: Dealing with that. <laughs> One thing I wanted to ask you about as well is was it also difficult not only writing this whilst AEW's happening, if that makes sense, i.e., you can write about how good a match or a wrestler or a storyline is, and then the next week. I mean, it hasn't really happened too much, thankfully, with AEW, but it's all a bit you know, there is the potential for everything as always in wrestling to sort of crash and burn. Was that difficult? And also, when I, as an idiot, thinks about someone writing a book, I picture them just going into a room and then emerging months later with a book rather than you (laughs) trying to spin the plates of also, you know, writing ups and downs for, I don't know, SummerSlam or something for the site or doing all the podcasts you do with me. I don't understand how you get in that headspace where you can go, right, I'm going to bosh out... uh, Five thousand words today on the the niche area of AW that I haven't covered yet.
1: Yeah, it was a lot easier before you returned to the office. Quite frankly, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's> fair. <coughs> but you know I'm so It wasn't everything, weirdly <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. But he's helped enormously <laughs> with the morale. Uh, no, it was a challenge. Um, this is going again. It's going to sound like Markish or like over earnest, if you like. But the issue with trying to find an end point to this book, realistically, was that. AEW kind of produces landmark iconic moments with far more frequency than it's like they should. Yeah. My original
2: book. And the book's ending, ri- finished and we've just had literally the day at time of recording, CM Punk and MJF <laughs> with an all time promo that started Dynamite.
1: Absolutely. Like the more I realized I'm gonna have to end it at some point, and then these things kept happening like week after week after week, like with all out twenty twenty one, it's like, oh I was gonna finish it before that, but how can he not include yeah. it? So that was kind of a challenge to find an endpoint, particularly since You know, it's just the infancy of the promotion, realistically. Mm. Like, we want this thing to evolve and to become even better, and to become a mainstay in the history of North American pro wrestling. So finding an end point was difficult, but I arrived at it, leaving Scope a few years down the line now (laughs) for a sequel. This is what I was going to
2: ask about a sequel. I'll ask you more about that in a second. I need to cover off something quickly, though whatculture.bigcartel.com if you want to order this book and the 606 Wrestling Matches to See Before You And, die and many other great and products. And many other, the NXT book that you wrote a few years back as well, Sij. But we need to clarify one question people have had regarding delivery of these books.
3: Yes, uh, this will make more sense if you're in the UK than if you're international. But if you're in the UK, you're well aware that like, Everything's on fire at the minute. Like, just we had a random week where you couldn't buy crisps for some reason, yeah. and like nobody's going to get turkey for Christmas. But that being said, as with delivery, we initially said order it by this day, and we will get it wherever you are in the world. We will get it to you by Christmas. And as things stand, that is still that is still the case. We had a margin for error. Did another podcast before I couldn't remember what the word for margin of error. <laughs> Should I was honestly about five minutes. I was like gap of something anyway we had a big margin of error our printers gave us a set of deadlines please uh, proofs by this point this by this point That by that point we've hit all of those somehow we hit all of those i'm still not quite sure how we got through them all but uh they've had a bit of a delay on their end which has pushed things back ever so slightly but it's only pushed it into a margin of error so as it stands everything is absolutely fine if you want it before christmas you are still getting it wherever you are in the world before christmas But we are right at the edge of that now. So any more delays, then it might push a little bit back. Or if there's any problems with postage in your country or in your area, that might push a little bit back. But as it stands, we're good. And if there's any change to that, we will let you know.
1: Pando notwithstanding.
3: Yes. Yeah, Pando Pando notwithstanding. If you order it, you get it before Christmas. Pandemic? But the Pando is withstanding. So... uh, Uh, what culture? it's worth the bloody wave. Yeah. Oh God, I would I would say, by the way, if you're hoping to give this to a, a loved one or a friend for Christmas and you just give them a little piece of paper that just says Michael Sidric's book soon, the little face they'll have oh. light up regardless. I think that would work. I think that would work. Whatculture.bigcartel.com.
2: You can get even signed copies by Michael Sidwick as well, uh, if
3: you so desire. I should probably point out as well. not just saying this for a bit of marketing spiel, because you can go back to the other video, I didn't say it in that one. Um this will sell out. The run we've got on it, we actually got twice as many as we thought we were going to need, and that wasn't enough. <laughs> <I> mean, <I'm laughs> that, uh, that is genuine. It's a testament to how much interest is in the promotion, and also I think how good the NXT book was. Like, obviously, people know how good very this over is on Twitter be. as well at M Yep, something like that. Um, so so you, yes, you, you, you I would. I that. would say if you do want it, probably do order it soonish. Not like, I'm not saying, it's not, it's not, we're not in any danger of selling it before this video goes out. Yes. I think. It's it goes out? Yeah, but so. it, it will eventually, so. Uh, one final question then, you
2: alluded to it there. Can we expect a sequel and what would you hope to cover in that if, if that's the case?
1: Oh, we're talking years down the line. Hmm. Years down the line. <laughs> and because it hasn't happened yet, I can't really answer hmm. that question. But what I can't answer is what is included in the book as one last selling pitch. Yeah, what readers can expect Um, Full context behind why it was so improbable and then in turn such an improbable success. All the factors that led to the formation of AEW and then a full analytical breakdown of why it succeeded on an artistic and commercial level for those two quite seminal years. like Ridiculous highs, quite dire lows, but they were few and far between. Um, it's very passionate, it's very insightful. Look, I'm not Dave Melter, nobody can equal his mind for the business. It's not really a number data mm. driven book. You've got the wrestling observer for that, and Dave Meltzer would do a much better job than I could possibly do with it. It's not a tell-all, because there's no real big controversies that have resulted from AEW so far. If you look at its two-year history. The locker room morale, how happy everyone is to be there, how ecstatic everybody is to watch it. It's not a tell-all, it's not a dry, data, numbers-driven book. It is a passionate, hopefully insightful look at the creative process, what went behind it, how successful it's been, how intricate it is, how important the range of professional wrestling and the revived spirit of professional wrestling is, and how genuinely euphoric it is to see on the big-time North American televised stage after, what, 20 years of just bland, (laughs) polished, (laughs) sterile purgatory. Basically, the thing with AEW, just as one last closing statement, (laughs) is that for 20 years, or like 18 years, 2000 WWF was the tits, by the way, everything after that, for 20 years people were like, God, there has to be a better number two. There's got to be an alternative to this. And in people's wildest dreams, they might have, at one point in the mid-2000s thought, what if Paul Heyman goes to TNA? That's what people were clutching to Mm, at one point. Yeah, I remember. What if Paul Heyman goes to TNA? What if there's a billionaire investor who realises there is a market for this? What if the booking made sense again? What if unscripted promos came back? What if The wrestling wasn't so regimented and homogenized. For me personally, and for a lot of ardent fans, AEW has answered that question, went, Well, actually, lads, here it is. And I hope I've done justice to the fact that genuinely it's a pipe dream fulfilled for a lot of fans. Not without its flaws, I go two footed on certain things. Much better for sale than
2: that.
3: Well, I, I completely agree with everything he says. A lot of people were clinging on that. But some of us started a promotion, my friend. So be <laughs> the change you want to see in the world. I should say on top of all that, it's all true. But also in general, books are just good. Like I know it's a weird thing to say for someone who works on a website and a YouTube <laughs> channel. But yes. genuinely, I love books. Books are amazing. You should read more books. You should own more books. And this is a very nice book to both read and own.
2: Whatculture.bigcartel.com if you want to get your hands on it. Uh, yeah, if you do order it now. It will be there in time. Christmas and that's it you can get signed copies in order uh, a multitude of other books the NXT <laughs> the book wood. the the NXT book development hell uh, that Sid wrote previous to this and the 606 wrestling matches uh, to see before you die is available at whatculture.biggodtold.com as well let us know your thoughts in the comments section below don't forget to like share and subscribe and subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcast from for daily wrestling podcast and if you're a fan of AEW we cover that on a weekly basis there of course as well you can also like know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE watch there follow all three of us you can follow Michael Sidgwick at M um, Sidgwick you can follow Adam Cleary at Adam Cleary at Adam Cleary yep that's, yep yep. C, yep you got it you can follow me at Adam Wilborn follow us all at WhatCultureWWE WhatCulture.BigCartel.com is the place to go this is being Get the Table my thanks to Michael Sidgwick to Adam Cleary thank you for joining us and we will see you soon